0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall, and we are here tonight to discuss the last episode, the final of Marvel's Daredevil, DD thirteen, as I like to call it. <laughs> That's actually what I have it marked here in my file, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Daredevil episode thirteen. Um, it's over, man. It's not over. That's uh, true. It's not over. Yeah, let's just, let's just go and come straight out with that. What's the we have one piece of Daredevil news? Yeah, Stephen tonight um, he tweeted this evening. This evening being Tuesday, Tuesday, um, April twenty first, the night that Agents of Shield came on. He tweeted tonight that mm-hmm. as of today, Daredevil has been greenlit by Netflix and Marvel for season two. Yes. So we knew it would happen. It's way too good. The devil of hell's kitchen will be back. My friends, he will be back. We in, all assumed it happened. We knew he was coming back into vendors. I still am waiting to hear what the timetable is going to be like. Like, is this going to be, we talked about this before, but is the timetable going to be one year from around now? Well, like, like in April he, of next is year, he the, the Iron Man of the, uh, yeah, Netflix well, phases. Well, and if, if we talk about it that way, Jessica Jones might end up being that way too. You know? Yeah. Um, they could have, re they could have new seasons of both those shows in time for defenders so anyway uh that's great that's great news i'm i'm completely happy with it um so everybody will be doing this again in a year or two <laughs> um <laughs> for daredevil for daredevil we'll be doing this a lot this year we know that we're going to be doing at least this much um later this year or very early next year for, for jessica, jessica jones. jones that we got Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders—got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're getting Agents of Shield spinoff coming up later oh this gosh. year, probably. Okay, so there's a lot to talk about. We're not gonna—we <laughs> we, we talked we talked about that on Tuesday's cast this this week, yeah, uh, on the one that dropped on Wednesday morning. So uh, we won't get too far into that. Uh, all of the stuff but there's a lot a lot more coming so uh, first yeah let's just say that let's thank you guys for be joining us for the Daredevil cast I know we can tell uh, by some of the downloads that we've gotten a lot of new listeners um, for during this Daredevil time period and we really appreciate you guys coming and listening and, uh, and I totally understand if you know you're just a Daredevil fan and you're not a fan of the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe but uh, if you are or if you want to check it out we talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe every week uh, right in here in its entirety yep we talk about the whole thing we we talk news and we cover whatever the new content is which uh, this uh, r- this season it's been Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but in the coming years, year we've got <laughs> a lot of stuff coming we've got eight, we've got nine movies scheduled over the next four years we've got um Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff. We've got four Netflix series not including defenders we've got a possible Possible. extra marvel marvel series coming up so there might be agent carter season two that's right you never know so we 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 cover all of that and uh this summer we've got some downtown we might be even covering some marvel comic books so that would be really fun oh we're we're looking at it real hard so if you guys have enjoyed these 13 uh daredevil specific episodes uh Stick around, please subscribe, uh, and just stick around with us and hear hear what we talk about next week. Um, but let's get into the meat of this week's Daredevil cast of today's Daredevil cast. I mean to say, yeah, because <laughs> these have not been separated by weeks. Thank I've, God. I feel very heavily that these have not been separated. Right? Like they all dropped at <laughs> once. I can't even. My mind's is overloaded with Marvel content right now. I'm, <laughs> In a good way, in a good way, in a good way, um, okay, so, what did you think of episode 13, Jeff? I thought that it was pretty much the perfect the pinnacle, so to speak. it is the top of the mountain it was it was the perfect there's a C word that I'm looking for it's not correlation, confluence. <laughs> anyway it was the perfect (laughs) convergence of all storylines it was the perfect it's the perfect ending yeah for season one because it leaves fisk open yeah oh yeah, yeah for season two or whatever or coming back somewhere else i definitely like where we ended with all our characters karen is it's still hanging over her head that she killed wesley is that just never going to be addressed um, i don't know. <laughs> like, it's gotta be, I feel like it's gotta be, <laughs> it probably has to be. Um, but you know, uh, it, it, as of right now, it hasn't been, um, the rest of her past also has oh, to be addressed. Oh, that's right. That's right. I feel, I don't know if they'll ever address that or not. I don't know if we'll ever find out what Ben found out. Well, like, uh, she told Wesley, do you think this is the first time I've ever shot somebody? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that line, <laughs> and I didn't connect it with the the information that Ben had about her. What if she's uh from that school that Romanoff's from? <laughs> no, no, it's no. very unlikely. No, that's not. But it'd be no. cool. Anyway, um, I think it's worth mentioning though that when she shot Wesley, she she showed us again how she can be like damsel in distress, but still save herself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a text from my friend who was first listening to our to uh, listen to our first Daredevil cast, and he reminded me of a quote that was, "Oh yeah, she saved her own damsel self." <laughs> <laughs> I just got that text today. I was like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> I think we said I forgot that about that, but it was too. so many hours of casting ago. I barely, <laughs> it's so. Long, it was like a week ago, but it feels so long ago. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I gotta say, on a first watch, I did not like this episode. Really? Yes. Huh. And I, this is the first time I've said that. Are you just mad at it because it's the end? I did not like his costume. Why not? And this is me just being being You're very nitpicking. honest. I'm not even nitpicking. <laughs> I really, it bothered me a lot. Uh, I didn't like his costume. I felt like it looked too, I felt like it looked too CW. A little bit. Oh, okay. I know. That's that's rough. That's, and, and and we we've made so many comparisons, saying that this isn't C i know, I know. And that's that's the thing. Like I felt like the, even and, and I rewatched it. I rewatched it tonight because I was like, I need to know if that was just me in a weird mood. And I on a second viewing, I liked it better. Okay. And I think I liked it until he puts the daredevil costume on. I think I don't like the Daredevil costume. And and also, uh, the final fight between... Uh, Daredevil and Kingpin, when they finally are Daredevil and Kingpin, they're no longer Matt Murdock and Fisk at that point. Like right. they, they, he is, When he's walking around and his coat's flapping in the breeze, like, strolling through Hell's Kitchen with, like, armed gunmen, like, he is Kingpin in that. Very much. It, after, after his ill-intent speech, which was a huge highlight, like, that's one of my favorite moments in the series. Like, I really, oh, yeah. really When loved, he told the story of the Samaritan. Yeah. The Good Samaritan story told from the ill-intense perspective. Like, yeah. that's some... That's some great. It was some great, a great monologue, and it was it was really great acting on Vincent D'Onofrio's part. So I did not hate this whole episode. I think, and and on rewatch, I think I realized I loved this episode until that scene, and then after that, them running around the streets, and then Daredevil flipping the truck, and then them fighting. Their fight just felt very over choreographed it didn't you know we talked about how in the first episode he he looked like a blind boxer yeah and then we had some feedback a couple episodes ago where someone talked about how after like episode four or five he'd lost that like yeah it looks a lot smoother this final fight sequence he looked so smooth it was almost unrelatable in mm. that last fight sequence and now not to say he didn't get beat up because kingpin got a few good really good licks in but um and when Kingpin threw him, and there's one shot where he throws Kingpin somehow, like he flips and like throw flips huge Vincent D'Onofrio over, and I, it do, did not look realistic. It looked, it it's looked physics, man. It's not, it's physics. It looked, it looked like wire work. Like it really looked. Oh yeah! That last obvious. scene looked a lot more like wire work than anything else in the season. Everything's felt very real and grounded, and that last fight sequence didn't. Well, I've I've noticed that as the series has progressed, the the camera work especially has gone from making him look like a guy beating people up, you know, in the smooth, easy camera shots while he's doing the brawling thing. Yeah. To like. A lot more cuts, a lot more crazy angles, a lot more um, excessive things happening. Yeah. And it just, it makes it seem to me, it makes it seem like he's, the, the camera work especially and the choreography together have kind of made it seem like he's more of a hero rather than just a street level dude beating the crap out of people. I I could be wrong. That could be not what they're going yeah, for. no, but I, th- I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. But what I what I was disappointed by was when they decided to make him that hero. Mm-hmm. I got a CW vibe, and I hate <laughs> that because I really do not like. I watch I watch Arrow and Flash every week, and I'll probably watch whatever this third series is they're coming out with. But like, which one, Supergirl or the Team Up one? The Team Up one. Oh, is it they're coming out with a Supergirl yeah. too? Oh shit! Because <laughs> I de- like I get excited every time I hear about a new Marvel series. Every yep. time I hear about a new DC series, I'm like. Shit, I have to watch that too? Like eventually I'm just going to have to pick a side and like be like I'm no, I'm just a Marvel guy cuz I don't like the DC shows with the exception of Gotham. I like Gotham. Um and Arrow and Flash, we've they're had, not We had a couple of points of feedback that uh, contend that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's I I know. People people don't like Gotham. I I think it's way better than most of the uh, most of the comic content on TV. Um, the first season of Gotham, I think, is better than the first seasons of Shield. Season of Shield, I think, Shield this season has gotten better than Gotham. Oh, man. <laughs> You can't compare stuff to the first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it wasn't a show until, like, 17 episodes in. I hear you, but some shows hit the ground running, and I think Gotham did. Daredevil did. Um, Daredevil definitely did. Daredevil's better than either one. Um, (laughs) Daredevil's better than both of them combined. Yeah, I love every episode of this show until, like, the last five minutes of this show. And I really hate to feel that way, because I don't, you you know, I'm all on board with wanting this to be good. Yeah. Um... But I did feel that last fight kind of... It also just kind of... The first half of this episode felt like it was ticking boxes. Because they took down Fisk's organization so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really cool how they took him down. But I guess it just seemed a little too quick and a little too easy. Like, Fisk was on top of the world. And then they got one guy to flip on him. And then it was just like, oh, it's over. It just seemed like... That's all it takes sometimes. I totally agree. Is that one whistleblower? Yeah. I I agree. and, And... and it it made sense. It, there was nothing like logically wrong with it. It just yeah. felt so. It was rushed a little bit. I guess it was, it, it was like hurried. they didn't make the they didn't make the emperor bleed before they brought him down. It was right. just like you, they flipped the switch and he was brought down. And then he wasn't. And then Daredevil had one fight. I honestly would have much preferred this episode to end. Um, with. Vincent D'Onofrio walking into the sunset, his coat whipping in the breeze and him getting on a helicopter with Vanessa. Like that would have been a much better ending for me. I, I get that they wanted to they wanted to have Daredevil win, but I would have rather like Daredevil been fully formed Daredevil, him be fully formed Kingpin and them just go their separate ways. Um and you kind of make they he make, make Kingpin bleed by taking away his organization, but then Kingpin's still Kingpin, you know. Yeah. And I think that's still going to happen. I think Kingpin is still going to get out of jail. The conversation he has with Vanessa, uh, uh, on the uh, on the phone while he's in the truck. Uh, it's it's uh, it's at some point they have a conversation on the phone, and he tells he tells Vanessa that this is only a distraction. We'll be together soon. Like no matter what, I'm going to be with you. And I still think he's going to do that. Like, I oh, think yeah. he's getting out of jail. Uh, they talked about it having to go to trial. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, I have a feeling they're going to be involved in that trial somehow, but they're defense attorneys. I doubt they're going to defend him. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they'll flip to prosecution for an episode or two. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think they'd be okay with that. Probably. Um, I think, I mean, they just, they put too much on, uh, kind of hinting that this still has to go to trial remember just because he's in jail doesn't mean that he's in prison yeah, they did they did So they, I feel they put a lot on that just to just kind of leave it open so that I, he could come back I completely agree and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop harping on the problems I have because I really loved everything up until the last moments um, but that last like I don't know it was five or ten minutes kind of messed it up for me but I really loved I loved his ill intent speech Actually, there's a few. There's a few other things about this episode. Ben Urich's wife at the funeral, giving Karen the speech about "Don't feel bad." Ben would have uh, bit you. No one ever. She says like, "No one ever convinced Ben to do anything," or something like that. And like, "No, no, no, no." Karen straight up fooled him and tricked him into doing it. Like Karen is responsible, and like. They they put that scene there with like his wife giving her like the clean uh, a clean conscience yeah and I was like no don't <laughs> like Karen you don't need to, don't listen to her you're you were very wrong and it was very much your fault <laughs> well she still feels guilty obviously yeah but I think for me that uh, that that scene. Seemed more to cement how noble Ben Yurik's wife is. Hmm. I well, because I agree. she was able to forgive Karen no matter what Karen said. Like no, no, no. He was going to do this anyway. I agree. It, it, and it and it and I, it made Ben a different kind of hero because he left her. Oh gosh, the line where he says she says he's still taking care. He's of me. still taking care of me. That just tore me up. Everything about Ben Yurik for the past like two episodes or three episodes has just torn me apart at my heart man yeah like I'm gonna miss that character yeah I, oh man I want and anybody at Marvel listening needs to get on this I want a Ben Yurick prologue series called Frontlines yeah cause he covered the battle of New York oh you're right he did And uh, we, 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 (laughs) Hell's Kitchen all went through the Battle of New York and I loved how there's all this stuff happening. Um, I would love to see, I'd love to see some really strong flashbacks to the Battle of New York where we see like what all the defenders were doing, what Ben Yurik was doing. That would be a great flashback episode. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we'll get it in defenders or something. Maybe. Um, yeah. I doubt it though. They got a lot of stuff going forward. I know, I know. (laughs) But maybe they just really need to set something up. <laughs> but in truth, they wouldn't need to set anything up. They would just like be doing it for us to show us the battle in New York from a different perspective because that would be badass. Yeah, show us Avengers One from a different perspective. And, like you see Thor like fly by with his hammer. Like they'd just be, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. You randomly see Iron Man go flying by with an like attached to a nuke. <laughs> just like oh Jesus. Yeah, that'd be. That'd be badass. I would. I would really enjoy that. Regardless, I. I love this episode. Did you catch the uh, the Stan Lee um, cameo? No, I didn't. Someone mentioned it on uh, Facebook, and I forgot to uh, go back. I could forgot to pay attention. Where was it? It was when Hoffman was walking into the precinct to turn himself in to Mahoney. Uh huh. And Stanley's picture is on a placard. <laughs> In the back of the of the station behind Mahoney. Oh, that's funny. Like over his left shoulder. That's really funny. It's great. <laughs> that's real good. I like that Daredevil is apparently being cemented in the public's mind as a hero. Yeah. I like it. I like he, like worked with with Mahoney. Uh, like he well, worked Mahoney's with, a good cop. Yeah, exactly. But I like that at the end of the episode, he's like the little exchange between him and Mahoney was really nice. Yeah. It it sets up like a cool relationship that could go forward into the uh, you know with a, with the with the police in general, and he's like really working to clean up Hell's Kitchen. They took down so many bad guys in this episode. That the, when they show his organization, hey, what about his editor not being a bad guy? That just completely threw me. Yeah, I loved it. I loved oh, I love that because we we on the cast we were like that asshole. Yeah, no. Oh um, man, when I was watching it when i was watching it and he, he was, was at the funeral he was he was standing in the, like in his little uh in his office window watching everybody run past i'm like oh they're coming for you asshole they're coming for you and then like they go and get like his assistant or whoever that yeah, was yeah, exactly and then drag her out and, and like he's just standing there like i can't believe this happened in my in my in my newsroom and i was yeah. like Oh my god, I called him so many names. I feel so bad. We so sorry, editor man. <laughs> editor Ellison. Ellison. I felt so bad. Oh, yeah, that was fun. It was really funny. <laughs> and then I looked back at everything where I was like, it's so obvious. I was like, no, he's just being a good guy. Oh man, yep. Ugh. They got me. What about the scene between Fisk and Leland? Oh man. Leland trying to blackmail Fisk. That was, that was intense. was intense. And, and Leland was right. Like the right move was for the Fisk to give up a m- bunch of his money, you know? Yeah. And Leland said in a previous episode, what do you think happens to all your money if I go away? Yeah. So like, does Kingpin have any money left? Did he, or I mean like, I'm sure he has his own accounts. Uh, I know we, we know at least one scenario where Wesley moved money around for him. So like, we know he has his own money. But, I mean, just the the government's going to seize a bunch of his money. <laughs> Leland probably hid a bunch of his money. Um, Fisk can't be as wealthy as he once was. He can build that back up, though. Sure, sure. Especially if he gets somehow gets off of these charges. Um, which I mean, if he takes out uh, Hoffman or or somehow gets Hoffman to recant his statement, like could, he could easily get out of this. Well, he um, he could have other people that Hoffman doesn't know about. Because, I mean, like, they tied up everybody in this one. Like, everything was in a yeah. real nice, neat little bow-tied package. Like, including Senator Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. He could have people that, that you know, like, here's my B-team of paid-off people. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not unheard of, yeah. But still, still, uh, there was a big, a big bite was taken out of Fisk, regardless, yeah. And uh, that's gonna that, that's gonna hurt Fisk going forward, I'm sure. At least some, uh, but Leland, like when Leland's threatening him, he should have just let Leland threaten him and take half his money, like. But he's too prideful for one thing. Actually, you know what? I don't think he's too prideful. I think I, it was honestly, there's too much emotion involved. Yeah, I think he would have he would have made the right decision and let Leland take him, and 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 you know cover up Hoffman if he hadn't have poisoned Vanessa. Yeah, but once he know he knew that he poisoned Vanessa, the anger on well, on Kingpin's face and he once was, he knew that it, it was targeted at Vanessa. Yes, exactly, exactly. He thought it was they were after him, and then he finds out it's targeted at Vanessa, and he is just. It did not and, and and so in a lot of ways, Madame Gao and Leland were right. Yeah, uh, Kingpin Kingpin was brought down by himself. Like he he knew that killing Leland was going to have those repercussions, and then he killed him anyway. He was just that angry, and it was all because of Vanessa. Well, I mean, he cares about the important women in his life. Yeah, you brought my mother into this. Yeah. Oh gosh, poor Ben. Poor, poor Ben. ben. We're never gonna have a front lines now. We still could. He's a al- lot. He's still alive during the Battle of New York. He was still alive. So, well, Ben Urich played a uh, a significant part in one of the tie-in series of Civil War in okay. the comics called Civil War Front Lines. Okay, he was a significant part in that. So, I was looking forward to Ben Urich being around for that, but uh, apparently, he's not. Gotcha. It's so sad. Overall, I think this season was amazing. And we're gonna be giving, doing a roundup episode soon with a few of our uh our m c u cast friends uh they're gonna come on and we're gonna do a big uh, a big friend episode and have like have five perspectives and kind of just talk about the overall series and what everybody's big takeaways were and what they're what they're looking forward to and what we want in a season two what we want from defenders like we've got a lot of stuff still to still left to talk about in Dare, on daredevil um but we're probably gonna put that out next week sometime um of course we've got age of ultron also next week so oh, man. it might it might get a little buried if we we have we have one more agents of shield episode oh, before we gosh. get ultron that is crazy that's so crazy nine days if if the way that winter soldier impacted agents of shield is anything like what happens at with age of ultron i am Going to be floored. It's I, not. It's not going to be as lasting, impactful. I think. Well, I mean, it could be lasting until like be. the next season, but it's not going to be like because seventeen was a turning point. Yeah, for sure. But there There's was still, a turn, turn, turning point. Ha <laughs> But there were still like five more, five or six more episodes yeah, after that. For There's sure. only three after this. Still. They could do a lot in three episodes. They can do a lot in three episodes. Hell, Daredevil pl- did a lot in one. Oh, yeah. They really did. I'm sorry. The Kingpin show did a lot in one. Yeah. <laughs> All about that Fisk. <laughs> not Devil. So, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about on this last Daredevil episode that we're not going to throw into the final final episode? Not really. I think what I want to do before we go back and, and do this roundtable thing is... Watch it again? Watch all 13 episodes again. I kind of do too. We might actually save that roundup episode till after uh, Age of Ultron. Do our <sighs> Age of Ultron episodes, because that's next week. Uh, we may just do our Age of Ultron episodes and then have like a Daredevil retrospective in a couple weeks. after, And that'll be hopefully when everybody's had a chance to watch it. Yeah. So... You guys be looking out for that and uh, we'll be back next week with some uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, stuff and then Age of Ultron next week too. So we're going to be back with you. Uh, t- two more. We've got two more casts dropping this week. This upcoming week. So stick around with us. Stick around. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine. If you'd like to give us any feedback you can visit us at mcucast.com or you can leave us feedback at mcucast at com on the emails facebook.com slash mcucast or at mcucast on twitter if you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail so that we can uh, play your voicemail on the air and respond to it in kind you can find that number is uh 573 cast mcu that's 573 cast mcu um and uh please uh any of you new people if you liked the show please go to itunes and leave us a five star review and subscribe um we would really hope that we can uh talk to you guys a lot more over these coming months with all this all this great marvel cinematic universe stuff that is to come so We are Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall, and we'll be talking to you guys soon.